Welcome to Ritual Us Radio with your host, me, Jen, the biker sex witch and owner of Ritual Lust. Ritual Lust is a desire-based coaching company. I, the sole sexuality coach, offer multiple products from individual coaching sessions to memberships to online courses and more. I support and empower men and women working through fear-based thoughts and behaviors stemming from deep belief systems within their unconsciousness to uncover their truth around their core desires. I help men and women in rewriting their narrative of what sexuality truly means to them. I help them break the chains of repeating the old narrative within their intimate relationships through owning and embracing their truth to better align with their core desires and live their best life. Ritualist Radio is proud to announce official sponsor Ride 1K in a Day, inspiring us all to challenge ourselves as riders, whether it's riding the 1K or riding around your city, crushing any miles is a win. And riding 1K in a day is definitely one of the best things I've ever done in my life. Go check out ride1k-inaday.com. Go check out the ride and put your miles where your mouth is. Ritualist Radio is also proud to announce official sponsor Kids and Cobras, based here in Portland, Oregon, created by a group of friends getting together riding motorcycles around the city. Their dream? To create a community brand producing Coffee with Cause. A dollar of every coffee ordered goes to fight the water crisis and provide clean water to isolated rural areas in need. Enter code RITUALEST10 to get 10% off of your purchase at kidsandcobras.com. All right. Welcome to Ritual Us Radio, episode 11. This is another landmark episode, not only in... There we go. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly I'm like, wait a second. That's not what that says. All right. We got it out. Yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Here we go again. Welcome to Ritual Us Radio, episode 11. This is another landmark episode, not only... Is this the very first podcast in person? I have. Shit. Yeah, yeah. This is what I'm talking about. I'm like, you know what? I might have to like <laughs> re record, re record this on my own and just be like, okay. Sometimes I'll be like, you don't have to sit through this shit. You just have to save them for your bloopers. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. The last one, the last one, I was just like. <laughs> One of the dudes was like, Blah! I was like, I'm saving that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So I'll try that again. All right. I'm going to give it one more shot. <laughs> I'm going to do it by myself in a corner. Just imagine the Biggie Smalls, like, like not even like. <laughs> Nothing written down. I know, Just, right? Boom. I know. God, I wish I was like that. I wish I could fucking channel Biggie right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm channeling Biggie right now. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to Ritual Lust Radio, episode 11. This is another landmark episode. Not only is this the very first in-person podcast episode that I've done, but I also have the damn finest couple on the planet right here. I'm in their shop right now. Casey and Whitney, owners of Cafe Customs. We're here in the, in sunny Temecula, California. Actually, it was pissing rain, which is hilarious. 
today. I brought it from Portland. <laughs> and so, yeah, we've got a big episode for you today. So let's have them on. Um, all right. What's up, Casey and Whitney? What's up? What's up? Hi, Jen. I'm Whitney. Hi. So stoked. I'm so glad to be here. I love coming down here. And so this is so awesome to like finally be in person with you. And I know we chatted on the phone like several times, like last time was pretty good. Yeah. Welcome back. Yes. Yeah. Happy to have you. Thank you. So Casey, I thought we would first dive into your motorcycle experience. Uh, So like from riding and how you got into being a motorcycle mechanic. Yes, uh, that that started back in, oh man, middle school. Yeah, middle school, I got into power sports, uh, dirt bikes, quads. And by the time I got to high school and realizing, you know, high school will come to an end, I had to like figure out what to do after high mm-hmm. school. Uh, I knew I just wanted a fun job and motorcycles, were always fun so i just started chasing after it uh like i was very fortunate to have a a teacher kind of guide me into the motorcycle schools to then become a motorcycle mechanic but yeah as soon as i got out of high school uh as soon as i turned 18 i went and got a job at the local dealership as just the entry level little lot tech uh, shop rat and yeah, just started mopping some floors, and yeah, it's been the best thing ever. Awesome. So, did you start riding in middle school? Like, yeah, yeah, the, the riding quads and dirt bikes, yeah. and that that progressed into you know, as soon as I met people with street bikes, my riding their street bikes, and, <laughs> you know, like just anyone who had a toy, I'd be like, yeah, let me ride that. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and believe me, I, cra- I crashed plenty of them and had to fix them. So. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, you're like, you know what? I'm pretty, pretty good at this. <laughs> Crashing yeah. and fixing them. <laughs> yeah, That's so, awesome. Uh, yeah. It's, it, it's just really been just such an outlet of fun and freedom and just I, I just don't even know how to explain it, but it's just once once you've been bitten by the the riding bug, it's just it's just becomes life. Totally, yeah, yeah, and it's like such an art for you too, and like everything I've seen that you've been doing here is like incredible. <laughs> oh yeah, now now I just uh, like customizing them, working mm-hmm. on them, and I've been really take a lot of enjoyment in tailoring it for the customer making the bike fit them the best it can and and perform to what they need it to do if they're if they're a commuter then let's make it real comfortable and put some bougie features on it and get you some good gas mileage and if you're a hot rod guy then let's make sure we do it up to where you're smoking all your friends. Yes. I love that. I love that. There's like so much personality in these bikes. Like I love when I show up here, I'm like, all right, well, we got up on the lift. I got to like, see this. I got to, got to like get it on this, on my stories. I'm like, what well, we got over here. <laughs> so, it's so awesome. I love that. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Definitely. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, uh, and it's fun to challenge myself to and come up with just uh, different features or ideas or, you know, like, it, I don't know. It's just endless. Right. It's so right. rad. Yeah. Are you like always researching to like what's going on out there too? Like I can imagine you're like shopping. Like we were talking earlier about like 
you know, you want to shop around for yourself, but you're like, yeah. oh, I get to shop for other people. So that's cool. Too. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't say I do a lot of research, but definitely I'll be flipping through the catalogs and it's hard not to be tempted to buy stuff just to try it <laughs> yeah, out. <right? laughs> like like I'll, I'll buy stuff just not even knowing what bike it's going to go on. But I'm like, uh, eventually it'll go on something mm-hmm. or even like when you and uh, what was his name? Greg. I was down here. Yeah. Greg. Yeah. When Greg was down here, I'm like, oh, hey, your bike's missing a fender. Check out yes. this fender I just got <laughs> yeah, in. Totally, like, right? <laughs> I know. That was like so crazy to work out. Yeah. And then he had a fender yeah, on his bike. Yeah, right. You know, it's right. like, it happens all the time. Just some of the most random stuff. I'm like, oh, I just want to see what it looks like. In yeah. <laughs> yeah. Order, order, order it in and then find someone to sell yeah it to. like you yeah. know what this would look real good on your bike man yeah <laughs> now let me go ride it and break it <laughs> oh yes yes yeah. the yeah. test rides those are those are some of the best parts right how long were you with harley again i know you told me that but yeah uh, uh, about 16 years from 2003 to 2019 and then in July of 2019, uh, I, I stepped away from the Harley dealership network and then uh, did this full time yeah. and ha- haven't looked back. It's been just a, it's been such a wild fun. Yeah. 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 What inspired you to do it? Like, were you like, make a uh, move? I would definitely say my wife's always been a big inspiration to it. Uh, she's she's always cheered me on and seen me work in the garage and you know always believed that I could do it yeah and yeah I'd say definitely the inspiration of having more family time and yeah just you know being able to like be closer to home and closer in our family it was the the guiding force and it's it's really paid off yeah and I, I love that you bring that up because I also like making such a move like that what did that look like for you as a family to make that shift you know yeah yeah can you talk about (laughs) that like people have like did you both have some fears that you were going through around that oh yeah absolutely just because i mean you're you're gonna start a business and you're gonna like you know like you you got a family think of because we have three kids and you know, it's a, I don't know, it's just a lot. I mean, you're just, a, it's nerve wracking to think, am I going to make it? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have those thoughts and you have those reservations. And I definitely told myself mentally, like, well, it's definitely not going to fail for lack of effort. Yeah. So, you know, like, I'm, I'll just give it everything I got and it just won't fail for lack of effort. Yeah. So, right. And yeah, it hasn't so far. So right, yeah. And what was going on for you, Whitney? Like, what were your th- thoughts and like feelings coming up around that? Honestly, I don't think I was scared at all <laughs> because I had complete confidence yeah. in him. Like, it was something I feel like I pushed him to do. It was something. It was like, let's just do it. Like, you have the clientele. We never see you yet. You're home. You know, he would go to work, he'd come home from work, he'd be in the garage working on bikes till all hours of the night, sometimes the next morning. Yeah. Would pull all nighters sometimes for some guys and then go back to work at Harley all day. And then on the weekends, he worked. So it was like we had no time and I was 
I was ready. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, let's yeah, do totally. this. Yeah. You know, we've got this and we had the support of family cool. that I knew would never let us fail. Um, even if we, you know, needed the help, they'd be there. Wow. So I, I had complete confidence in just the whole situation. That's awesome. And I was I was just excited. Yeah, you're like, I get to have my husband because back I a know. Bit. Well, that and just like I know my husband is like the master. Yeah. Like people call him the magician. Yeah, that's me. Houdini. I, I too. Yeah. <laughs> like I know the caliber of work my husband does, and so I like I knew he would do great. Yeah. And I was just like, let's just get this going already. Like we were watching other people start shops, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Like you are way better of a technician. Like come on, yeah. let's do this. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are we looking at, is that tank that's in your office? So if you come actually down to the shop, there's a tank that has a bunch of signatures on it. Is that from like when you left there? That, that's our wedding guest book. Oh, that's sick. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. Yes. It's a, a sports for tank. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. And we had all of that's our guests better. sign it. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So if you come yeah. to the shop, which you should, duh, you got to come into the office and see this signed tank. It's just, it's awesome. What year is that? 2015. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Oh, that's so rad. I love it. I love it. Um, So I'm really glad that I actually asked that because the next question I want to ask you all is how did you both meet? I want to hear the story. Everyone wants to hear the story of how you both met. Ooh, she tells it so well. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Casey, Casey and I both worked for Harley for a long time. I worked for San Diego Harley and Biggs Harley Davidson, and um, we both happened to be at the same shop. But years prior, we had worked at the same shop but never met, and it was it was like blinders were on for both of us. He was in a serious committed relationship and I had a, I was in a relationship. So it was almost like the blinders were on because his, his, um, station, his like lift was right next to the check-in or clock in clock out. So you had to walk by his lift to clock in every day. And we don't remember each other. We worked together for probably eight or nine months, but everyone was like, how do you two not know each other? Like, so anyways, when we finally were working together at San Diego, Harley, I was like, oh, you're Casey. Everyone tells me that we work together, but I don't remember you. And he's like, I don't remember you either. <laughs> but I was like, oh, you're Whitney. And uh, her friend Brittany had pictures of her in her office. And I was like, who is that? So I was like, oh, my, I'm finally meeting her. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> it was just a really, and at the time, now at this time we're both not in these committed relationships and so it was like we could see like it was just it was very bizarre because it was like how did we not meet so each crazy other when i have to, yeah. it was so crazy that yeah and we would even be like oh i remember being in the parking lot outside that steakhouse what was that steakhouse called hunters or something in in vista where we always had our christmas parties Oh, okay, and I was like, "You remember being in the parking lot smoking weed?" And he's like, "Yeah, I was the one providing the weed." <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm like, yeah, of course, right?" <laughs> and it was like, 
what? Like, I don't remember him. He's like, I don't remember you. And it's just so very bizarre. So then we finally met and we start hanging out because we have mutual friends. And I just love being around yeah. him. He's so funny. He was so cute and dorky. <laughs> and he was just like, he was just this like hot, good mechanic, you know? Like, <laughs> oh my God. The coffee yeah. machine. Yeah. So he would like, we'd see each other at the coffee machine every morning. Like, he'd give me hugs. Like, I'd crawl into his sweater. And like, Aww. he would say to me, like, what did you say to me? I want to wake up next to you. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, oh my God. So I would totally hunt him down. I would call people and be like, is Casey with you? Is, Ka- is Casey <laughs> oh, hanging out with you guys? I love that. And then I'd go to these parties. And this one particular party, I called our friend Hot Rod. And I was like, is Casey there? And he's like, yeah, he's here. We're all hanging out, whatever. So I go down there. I get wasted. <laughs> I get wasted. And I'm throwing myself at him, trying to kiss him. Just, And he is like, not having it. <laughs> he is not having it. He is pushing me away. Not, he's wanting to be a gentleman. Yes. 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 <laughs> it was very hard to resist. But, but she was intoxicated and I liked her. I like genuinely yeah. liked her. So I totally wanted to, but I was just like sober up because like I want I, you to remember this thing, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, I wanna I wanna spend a weekend with you. <laughs> I want to spend a weekend waking up next to you. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so we did that. Yeah. We were on couches opposite each other <laughs> in our friend Hot Rod's apartment nice. in OB. Small little apartments. Oh, the in OB. Yeah. Oh, in OB. Cool. Yep. And so we wake up. He's on the other couch. I'm on like this couch. We look at each other and he literally just whips his dick out and says, you still want to do this? And I look at it and I'm like, and it's this like perfect, like penis looking yeah. at me. And I'm like, hell yes. <laughs> like, I <was> like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> penis like, looking at me. <laughs> yeah, it was looking at me, like calling my name. <laughs> like, did you say that? Or did your dick say that? I'm sorry. Can you say that again? Who's saying yes. I want to do yes. this? Like, yes. <laughs> It was like, it was wonderful. And so, you know, we like hook up and then I give him a ride to his bike or you give me a ride to my car on your bike. So he didn't have a car. He had his bike, his Buell Ulysses. Okay. That's what I wanted to Let me get into that story. Yeah. Get into that. (laughs) Oh, the the, the Buell, the Buell Ulysses. (laughs) Oh man. Well, the, I, I was telling Jennifer earlier about the first ride when you stayed the night at my house. We, uh, I was like, "Wait, you have to start right now." Oh, never mind. We'll tell that story. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All the stories. Yes. Okay. Well, well it, it was just such a, such an epic, uh, you know, like we, we wake up and like we both have the day off and it's like, well, 
what do you want to do? Well, let's go for a motorcycle ride. Like that's what I normally like mm-hmm. to do on my days off if I don't have anything else committed. So, uh, the, typically, especially being a bachelor, I wasn't looking to be in any sort of serious relationship. So, if I had a female on the back of a bike, I would typically ride pretty wild, <laughs> and it was really easy to be able to like not have to be friends with them for too long. <laughs> <laughs> so you know yeah yeah you know i made it real easy for them to walk away and me not to I, like i just didn't care so my she can't hang so, bye yeah so, so so whitney's on the back and uh they're they i pull into this uh mexican alberta's taco shop and she's probably thinking oh man maybe we're gonna get some breakfast burritos but the reality is like <laughs> i had this line where i could jump out of their parking lot over a sidewalk and into the albertson's parking lot and she was on the back of the bike so i just i i railed it i hit it with her on the back and she didn't scream too loud she held on and then we just kept going and i was like man i think i might have a keeper (laughs) (laughs) and we proceeded to ride all day just and I, I just tried to throw everything, like some stoppies, wheelies. Just, <laughs> we were through the twisties, canyons. It was like the first ride. And, like, she was a champ. And I'm like, oh, man, I might, I might be stuck with this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Uh, yeah, no, it was it was amazing. It was like such a blissful day and it was it was I was like wow. And I was already so into her, so I was probably trying to convince myself not to let myself fall for her. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. Oh, you're trying to you're trying to self sabotage there. <laughs> trying to I mean, shake her yeah, by the, Healy. Like, nah. Yeah, exactly. Can't shake this one. No. 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 She does all the shaking. <laughs> <laughs> What was the other story that you guys were thinking of, though? Want to hear that, too? Well, it was just when he says the first night that I stayed there, I literally showed up to his house. I knock on the door and he opens the door and he doesn't say a word to me. He just grabs me and starts making out with me. Epic. Then takes my hand, takes me down the hallway to his bedroom, and we proceed to have sex for like the next five hours. Yeah. <laughs> damn. Like, like don't even have no to say words a word. exchanged. It's all no, the it body language. Like, he is such, and like, as you get to know him, he is such like a romantic, like cheese ball. So, you know, he like, that was like some movie scene he saw, like some guy, you know, they just open the door and they just grab her and just like make out with yeah. her. And I was like, and here I am getting caught up in the scene. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, what movie <laughs> is this? Yes, this is amazing. <laughs> what movie was that, Casey? <laughs> <laughs> whatever one you just watched the day before like oh shit just yes. getting ready for this yes when you went into my room i didn't even have a bet all i had was like a big love. a love sack <laughs> in a rampant wedge <laughs> oh god like seriously a yeah, rampant wedge fuck yeah okay okay <laughs> I brought my A game. <laughs> You're like, uh, this is, yeah, no bed. Actually, the room is my bed. <laughs> like, 
Yes, the entire room. And he had no, well, he had a closet, but it wasn't for clothes. It was for his bongs. I was going to say, is it growing weed in there or something? No, the entire closet was dedicated to just bongs and other paraphernalia. My clothes were off on the side of the house. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, this is a true uh, story. The clothes were like sleeping extra blanket, basically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah, god, girl, you need to lay your head. You know, <laughs> got you. And this love sack, and his room was red. Oh, like painted oh bright red. God. It was hideous. <laughs> it was red. His love sack was black. <laughs> black closet i'm pretty sure you had a black light in there <laughs> you know just in our 20s just right oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So that is awesome <laughs> so funny looking back yeah. but that was the night before the motorcycle ride oh okay and and yeah he did do a lot of stoppies yeah and a lot of yeah days. You did something that day of like the five hours of sex. So like she hung on the next day. She's like, yeah. I'm hanging on this one too. It's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm not letting this one go. <laughs> like my leg. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right yeah. here. Yeah, you're going to be between these legs for fucking yes, for the F- rest of your life. That's right. I motherfucking do. Yes. Locking it down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> what a weekend. Shit. It was. And then like by yeah. the end of it, were you like, okay, we're boyfriend, girlfriend now? <laughs> well, no. no, no, no. We didn't even decide yeah. that, I don't think. I think my aunt decided when my aunt asked him if he wanted to move in oh, yeah. after like three weeks of like dating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, only if I can have my he, black he light. Was- yeah, he was coming over all the time, yeah. cooking, helping her, like around. Because I lived with my aunt, and we were on an acre. We had horses, and yeah, cool. And um, he would come over and like help and make dinners and make his like grandmother's like authentic like enchiladas and yeah and chorizo. Oh, yeah. And he would just cook for us. And she's like, "So do you want to move in?" And I like shot her a look, yeah. like, "What? Yeah. Like, what's happening?" Yeah, right. <laughs> And then I think the next week we were like, I was on a plane to go meet your family in Arizona. Wow. For Christmas. He rode out out there on his bike like he did. Oh, oh, that's right. So, yeah. Yeah, he picked me up. Oh my god! He brought well. He brought like a dozen roses, red oh. roses, and a little stuffed animal. Because I took like a one-way flight out there, and then we we're gonna drive back together. Oh, cool. And so yeah, he had roses and a stuffed animal, and then of course we proceed to like take the car somewhere off into the desert somewhere, and you know have yeah. sex. And then I think it's like, oh, how cute would it be if we leave petals everywhere we have sex? Oh, I love that. Yeah, like American Beauty. Oh, it's yeah. So- we yeah we did <laughs> all through the desert all over yeah all over that desert hell yeah and this was back when like we drank and you know in Arizona they have drive through liquor stores oh, yeah. shit and that can get oh right <laughs> right oh my Real god dangerous. I'm surprised I wasn't pregnant sooner <laughs> honestly yeah yeah right for real we're lucky yeah Yeah, that's awesome and you bring that up too because I also wanted to ask like the story when you when you guys first got pregnant and I think that like just me hearing this it's just like 
extra special, I think, because like we're taught in society what, you know, what it's supposed to look like when you get married and then you have the kids and you have or whatever, then you have the house. Like, really, it doesn't work out like that, right? As we fucking know. And so it just is like, right? And so um, it commonly doesn't work out that way. And so uh, I'd love if you guys could share with my listeners the story of like when you first got pregnant and what y'all were going through at the time together. Definitely not like uh, how you picture you want to like get pregnant. Uh, we, we we were a couple of years into our relationship. And at this point, we were actually even separated, but still seeing each other quite often because I mean, obviously you heard in our stories before, like had a lot of really good passionate sex. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, like it was just hard to like not be in each other's orbit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we, we found out that, uh, you know, we were pregnant. Well, I think we should talk about how we got separated. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear that. Yeah. Okay. So the separation started because I had a heavy drinking problem and I got another DUI. And my aunt, who, is and has been sober for like 30 plus years now off methamphetamines it's like zero tolerance house like we're a sober house so i wasn't even allowed to show up home drunk after the second dui and i came home and i was passed out in the car and casey went inside because at this point he's living with us yeah and uh she's like where's whitney and he's like she's asleep in the car you know like uh like like she's passed out and so i got kicked out gotcha yeah and and i had a serious problem so yeah we you know i moved out and but we still saw each other yeah Yeah. all the time but yeah it was not a like oh yay we're pregnant right it was i mean we were even told my parents had mentioned it like well you should just get rid of it you should have an you know, an abortion, you should give it up for adoption. I mean, all of those options. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Like I'm fighting for this. Mm-hmm. I'm, fighting for- I'm fighting for Casey. Cause Casey was like, I'm done with you and your shenanigans. And so it was like, Oh my God, I'm doing this on my own. Yeah. Well, I thought at first I was doing it on my yeah. own and, and it took us some time and it took him some time to, really like come to the conclusion that okay like i'm gonna be a dad and i'm either gonna step into the role or i'm not yeah and then like we ended up getting our relationship really grew from that experience yeah 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 no uh that we it was i i I remember like it was a night and we were sitting on a swing set and then just like talking about all this yeah like it was just very real because it was just like okay well what are we doing and you know it's like and it was just like okay well let's let's really give this an honest shot at like the relationship we're about to bring a life into this world like this is some serious serious yeah so uh, yeah and through just that cultivation and spending time together and and, yeah 25 i was 27 yeah uh, it was Scary, you know, right. neither one of us had like a lease to a place in our name, you know. So yeah. it was just like you know, like you... Oh my god, I've been kicked out. I I was not only kicked out of my aunt's house, I was kicked out of my friend's house I was living with because of my drinking. Yeah. 
at this point now I'm living with my friend and her mom. Yeah. 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 You're like, <laughs> okay. okay, stability. And is, I'm pregnant. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. That was that was definitely one of those like crying scenes in a movie in the shower. Just like I was like, what am I gonna do? Yeah. So yeah, it was like it was a dark place. Yeah, yeah. When I got pregnant. Yeah. And we talk about how that affects our oldest son. Uh, yeah. The 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 trauma that he was conceived with, you know, right? Because uh, you know, like at that at that time, you know, like. You know, even like a couple months before that, you know, like I know I'm like just, you know, like lost in the world. What am I doing? I'm I'm living with like, you know, the the, the aunt of my ex and yeah, you know, this and just like you know, and you know, Whitney has her scared feelings and here we are bring this kid. So it's like and we noticed too, like he he typically has some insecurities about him that our other two kids don't non-existent yeah right and it's that that trauma during the conception you know that like i kind of attribute it to yeah um, right it, it was very very scary you know it was like it was like a huge fork in the road where you like you had to like okay th- this is life i'm either gonna like embrace this role or i'm gonna like be a victim and be like oh why me or whatever you know which that didn't even seem like an option but it's just like coming from a a, a childhood where my parents were separated like i definitely definitely want to give it an honest shot yeah. and, you know and just like you know like give this child an honest shot and, and at the end of the day like besides wherever how we got to that separation i knew i loved whitney like and i knew my feelings for her for were real so yeah you know like we had to do some repair work and really focus on you know like like nurturing our relationship yeah did it you know and i just remember doing tons of like walking and just spending time with you yeah and and having like didn't we do like a couple art paint things or something with the clay like uh just good movies like good like make time for one another because i was a workaholic like it was easy for me to party and work and you know like i just you know would use them both as an excuse to be busy not present yeah and i'm i'm curious too like you were starting to talk about your childhood and like going like through like you've been through like family divorce and stuff right mm-hmm. and so yeah. just like both of your experiences when you like were like oh shit you know there's kid like what just curious like where you were with that like you know thinking about like what your upbringing like your conditioning was around that uh, i just i just knew like if i look back on my childhood you know like having to go between the two different households wasn't aren't my favorite memories in life you know so i definitely if we could create a nice household be really rad for this yeah about to bring in you know so i definitely you know i just saw it as very important you know like like and it's kind of like until you can break the cycle of your childhood Mm -hmm. you almost like pass that cycle on to your yes yeah totally well, I don't even think you were ready for a family. You'd, he, didn't, <laughs> he didn't want, like, like I don't even mean it like ready. Nobody's ever really yeah. ready, but I, he didn't want kids. Yeah. Like, he was like, 
never pictured, envisioned himself having a family, yeah. I guess is what I should say. But, and I always had. And so it was like, and yeah, we both come from divorce families and both had to travel between homes. And it was like, we both knew that like, that was not an option. Yeah. For us. Yeah. You know, so yeah. yeah. And good for like you both, like bringing that to like that piece of consciousness, like into like starting your own family. It's like, you don't want that to, you don't want to have that for your kids. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like not at all. Yeah. Because it does, it breeds, it, it breeds even more insecurity because then that carries over like into your relationships. Right. Because, you know, a lot of times, and we learned this, you know, recently going through therapy together, but, um, you know, Casey looks to me, not only to nurture him as a wife, mm-hmm. but like sometimes he needs reassurance almost as like a mom would get yeah, yes. because he never had that yeah. from his mom. Yeah. And I come from a very tough, like, pull your big girl pants on, let's go. Yeah. Like, no tears and it was like so for me to have to be nurturing to someone oh yeah when I was never nurtured was very like probably very difficult feeling for you yeah. like going yeah it was very different yeah 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 that's huge and it's so interesting with like the sexuality work that I do and I've one of the biggest things that I realized for myself that like reparenting, I talk about this in like one of my other episodes is like reparenting yourself. You know, it's, it's crazy. I never like even thought about that before I actually like started like doing the work and like, there's things that too, in my childhood that I didn't have, like, wait a second, I can give this to myself. I mean, there's so many ways that you like deep practices to do that. But yeah, I mean, you're even like saying that too, right now is like, you know, giving him like that sort of like parent, it's, like this balance you know right yeah Yeah. definitely like like him just needing like a hug in the morning or just like a nurturing like touch and it was like just something I was not it's just not in me yeah you know like none of the women in my family are like that (laughs) none of them are very like lovey like hugs are very quick like yeah you know and I like to embrace like, especially now, like I love to embrace yeah. and like yeah. sit in it, breathe in it. Yeah. Like, but it took learning. Yeah, I'm sure. sure. And, and getting through the uncomfortableness yeah. because it was uncomfortable to be that close and that intimate. Right. Yeah. And um, for you too, like what you've been through with your childhood and conditioning, is there like needs like he you know would bring to the table that you wanted to like experience sort of like like the same thing like basically like but shifting to him does he do things for you that feel like okay this was sort of like missing as like a parental figure would be giving that so yeah so like my dad was like my dad worked hard for our family but he was very like misogynistic like it was you know the wife cooks the meals the wife does this yeah. the wife does that and like wouldn't help. And like there were times that I was just like, why don't you get up and like help? Like she's just as tired as you are. Yeah. And, you know, as I got older. And so for me, it was like having somebody to help me around the house. And like 
assume duties as well. Like it's not just for me to do, it's for the family to do, right. you know? And Casey really does fill that yeah. role. He's constantly like helping and filling and, you know, those duties that most people would think like, oh, it's just like the mom does that. Like he steps right in, like no problem. Yeah. You know, and does it and it's like oh it's wonderful and then he like and then he nurtures my body he gives me foot massages and back massages yeah oh yeah which I need because I'm not used to the touch yeah so I need to be touched and loved on so I get more comfortable with it because even Daniel our oldest son he is literally me reincarnated or something but he's like an extension of me um he doesn't like to be hugged and it's, and he like, he won't put his arms around you or like, so it's just like, so we try to like, even with him, like hug him as much as yeah, possible. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah that's so. This is all just like coming to me as we're talking yeah. about it. So I'm like, it's just kind of. Right? Yeah. It's <laughs> I'm amazing. learning that too right now. Massaging me. Like you massaging me has helped you become more comfortable with like the touch factor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, receiving and giving. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So you both have um done so much work together in your relationship, and so like throughout eleven years, right? Together, um, you, it's been now. One. Oh my one god! It's an oh shit! <laughs> I know. It's just like this is building up. Like I, I knew where you were going with this. It's like. Wait, <laughs> Breathe, diaphragm breathing, diaphragm. Yeah, breathing. right. <laughs> um, yeah. So you have experienced your trials and tribulations as you've like touched on. Um, can you talk about some of the points where you both um I know you shared a point where you did struggle together, but um I know like you've had some other ones too where um like during these struggles, what were you feeling at the time? And then what did it take for both of you to come together and really commit to making like commit that effort to making it work? That's a big, I know that's a big question, but yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> um, so the other one was again, me. <laughs> um, I had formed a friendship with somebody and it would, had just become too close. And I had been asked to not see or speak to this person anymore. And I continued to still see them and speak to them. And, um, and Casey was like, well, it's me or him. And we're either staying together or we're not. And it was like, okay. So I had to really like make a decision. And, and it took like about eight or nine months for us to get through yeah that hell yeah it was yeah that's a long time and it was 2019 and most people think 2020 was hell no <laughs> right <laughs> 2019 like you know definitely tops 2020 for us yeah and it was it was it was a it was just the storm it was the storm of all storms yeah. like we were either coming out of this shipwreck yeah or we we're going to be like Jack and Rose, but Jack makes it floating on that 
door. Because <laughs> the rest of the shit tank, we were going to be okay. But no, it was either going to be going to be one or the other, yeah. right? Yeah. Totally shipwrecked and dead, or we're like just barely hanging on. It, it, it was crazy. I mean, yeah, it was, it was a lot of storms. I know I provoked some of the storms and it it was, it was brutal because like our communication at that time, although we might've talked, we, we weren't listening or receiving mm-hmm. or even welcoming. And it was just, you know, the attitude that we met one another with was just, it was vicious, you know, and like our kids saw it, you know, cause it, it resonated through the house it it was tough you know like it it was brutal but you know like it got to the the ultimate breaking shattering like you know it shattered so much we're either gonna like walk through the shatter Mm -hmm. (laughs) because like you know there ain't much left to break yeah (laughs) yeah right (laughs) like and you know and just kind of just got to one of those points and you know shout shout out to my buddy jimmy he uh he he actually i told him what was going on and he turned me on to our therapist Lori. and uh like awesome. you know i'd i'd been trying to read a bunch of like books myself and educate you didn't try to read a bunch of books you did read. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say wait i know you did i know you've been listening to the, the podcast you've been reading yeah. the books you've been yeah yeah, and and keep in mind, in like the the ten years prior to that, I don't think Whitney had seen me read one book. Wow, <laughs> like, never, never. Yeah, and I I probably read like six or eight, like real fast and cover to cover too. Yeah, like, and just real silver lining and all this. <laughs> yeah. He but, reads now. But, yeah. <laughs> I still ain't got no good grammar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what you learned? I mean, it's like you're taking it all in. You know? Yeah. No, uh, but like, you know, and I was really like adamant about wanting to try to apply what I was reading. And yeah. Whitney had her reservations to it. And just like, you know, and it was just very easy for us to both convince ourselves as to why a relationship wasn't working, like couldn't work. Yeah. Like, how to formulate a plan without one another. And it was, it was, it was dark. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, but you would read these books and there would be like activities in the books yeah. for you to do with your spouse. And they would be like, lay in the bed, look at each other in the eyes mm-hmm. and, give, and give, you know, three, 15 minutes of gratitude to one another. And you can't break eye contact and like the Imago, the Imago, Imago yes, dialogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes, cool. That's what it was. The Imago dialogue. Yeah. Very good, honey. Yeah. <laughs> he, he read the book. He retained the yep. knowledge. It was yep. really good. And, and so we did that cool. and we would do various other like activities like that where yeah. it was like building intimacy yes. without sex. Yep. Definitely. And there's such a disconnect and there. And there is, there is such a disconnect there. And like, you know, I've been sober now almost four years. Prior to that, I had never had sex sober. Yeah. I had never had sober yeah. sex. Yeah. It was very weird yeah. learning how to have sober sex and having three kids 
and a husband who worked all the time. Yeah. It was like, it was was so, our sex life was like, not what it used to be (laughs) at that point in time. It was not, it was not there. Yeah. And it was, I didn't even let myself go. So my physical figure wasn't even appealing. (laughs) He weighs about 160. But at that point in time, he was 230. Yeah. Yeah. 230. And like, is that like that disconnect there too? Like where you just like weren't really interested in like the intimacy or have that intimate connection the same? Like, you mean, I was always interested in the intimacy, like especially on a, a sex level. Right? <laughs> 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 that, 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 that's never like, but I, I, I'd also had a hard time looking in the mirror too, because I'd put on so much weight and I was just boozing it up and just, I don't know it. It is. It was pretty bad. Like I just, I wasn't in touch with reality. Like, and I thought I was, and yeah. I thought I was doing a good job, but I like wasn't. Like, and yeah. and I just didn't even realize it. And, yeah, and it was crazy. Yeah, it was right. really crazy. And then even, you know, like uh, Whitney touched on a good point too. Like, you know, like. She, she she got sober and then probably six months later i quit drinking mm-hmm. and so we, we hadn't even known each other without booze yes. and we're like you know almost 10 years deep into our relationship yeah and we're just now getting to know each other yeah isn't that wild like it really is like after seven and a half years of mine i'm like i don't know you i want to know you and that's when he was like no basically and i was like okay that's yeah so i mean just to add to that yeah how long ago just you know even like knowing yourself too because like i mean you forget who you were before you ever started drinking you know Mm -hmm. so at least for me you know so yeah plenty of blackouts to have forgotten a lot of lots of periods of time you know just, just yeah you could just do it on like a okay (laughs) but but no i mean but yeah so like we hit our breaking point then we started doing some therapy i'd been reading books we were doing some activities and it, it took conscious work of making time for one another and how we both responded to that time. Yeah. It was one thing to like try to do something for one another, but to like make sure it was done in the right, executed to where it was like, you know, they felt it solid, you know, like that, that, that was a a learning curve too. And just learning how I needed to be there for, Whitney or just even take initiative or charge like if I see her like kind of struggling just step in yeah just step in fill that role or I see her like maybe sitting on the couch like just walk over take her shoes off for her maybe like massage her yeah I can really make her feel appreciated for you know just the 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 thankless duties she does throughout the day with you know like that yeah you know which is our cruise ship at home, you know, our house, that's our yacht, or however you want to look at it. Like it wouldn't run like nearly as well without everything she does. Oh day yeah. Day 
Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so awesome. I love that. Oh, um, yeah, God, you guys have done like so much. And when I was here in December last year, I mean, you and I have connected before that on this stuff, like on this work. That's like, we started talking about that shit and I was just like, yeah, cool. Like another person in the motorcycle community that's like fucking knows it. He knows this stuff. Like the more and more I talk to him. And um, so it's, it's awesome to like, I love talking about this stuff and I love like how deep you guys go with it and like how, you know, you're really like putting it out there for people and like it helps so much, but um, you are both so highly conscious of your needs and you both know as well that a relationship has its own needs right like it's like a plant you water it right or like that um and so many people struggle with this that they focus so much on like my needs are not being met right or like then it's like the other person like no my stuff is not being met so it's so often that people miss that a relationship is this living and breathing thing that like needs to be watered um and so like we all in this room, um, it hasn't like always been that way. Right. It wasn't until like later, much later that, you know, that we've like kind of like, okay, yep, this is like, that's what it is. Um, so what was a pivotal point in your relationship that you became conscious that you realized like, this is like, okay, we need to tend to this relationship, you know, that, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's like the needs where, you know, you meet each other's needs, but like, Where's like this? We need to like come together and have this like balance with a relationship. Well, I think it was when I decided that I would do therapy. Casey had been wanting to do therapy and I was very hesitant to do therapy um, because I didn't want to look at myself. Yeah, that's it. Most people don't want to do. You don't want to look at yourself. Um. And, but we finally agreed to it and it was good that we did that because yeah, if we, you know, you learn, you get what you give, you know, you're not, you're not going to get catered to and loved on if you're not catering to and loving on, Yeah, you know, and it's just like, it needs to be reciprocated by both parties, Mm -hmm. but all of that takes work and that work is the communication, like how Casey said, even just how you react to something, even how you even just react to the suggestion of something, Mm -hmm. because I used, I am very reactive and (laughs) I wear my, you know, my feelings, my emotions on my face. Mm -hmm. And he would say things like, you know, we need to do therapy. And I'm sure I threw an eye roll in there or a huff, like a, yeah. You know, and it's just little things. And for him, to me, it's no big deal because that's what I grew up hearing him. It's like, I'm being ignored. Yeah. I'm not being listened to. Right. She doesn't love me. Yeah. And to me, when he tells me that's how it makes him feel in my mind, I'm thinking, how do you feel that way from that? Like, I just did this this, and this for you. Like, but it really cuts him deep. And so it took me an unlearning of, you know, poor behavior to really like cater to that for him but it took unlearning that learning that i needed to that i do it yes looking at it and being like oh i am a bitch (laughs) you know like how and being like hey i need to not be like this anymore 
And then just like, you know, going back and, and changing how I react to what he's offering. Yeah. Because what he's offering me is love. Yes. Is what it is. Yeah. yeah. But I'm so, I didn't like, I don't know if it's, I'm not deserving. You know, I haven't like, you know, done super deep work to figure that out. I need to get like, ayahuasca or something. <laughs> you know, like, like, what is going on with yes, that? what's really yeah. deep in there yeah. you know even Lori would like try to be like what's in there and I'm like I don't know but she would see me yeah. she would see my body tense up yeah she'd be like your body's so tense you're not breathing take a breath and I'm like yeah oh she's great. yeah I'm not breathing yeah. and it was just amazing having a, a third party there I mean, it was so, we needed that. If we didn't have Lori, we probably wouldn't be here today. Yeah. Because we really did. We needed to do the work. We met with her every week for an hour. And this was during COVID. So we had to do it via Zoom. And she still would pick up on mannerisms, you know, even through Zoom, which was really cool. And I'm so grateful but it was just, you know, going through that work together and changing, you know, your reactions. Yeah. You know, first your perceptions and your reactions. And then it was like, it just all started to fall. It started to fall into place. And it was like, that's where the drawbridge comes in. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh shit! We're here. When you'd have your castle. (laughs) Oh yes. He always says that. He always said I had my my drawbridge was always up. Yes, always up. Yeah. Yes, her her guard would be up because I'd want to have like deep conversations or try to like figure out what was going on Mm -hmm. in her head. Being a fixer, I'm like. What's, what's going on in there mm-hmm. but you know like but it was also like you know she wasn't ready to let me in you know and and, and through the therapy I really mm-hmm. got a good perspective on her upbringing which then really allowed me to you know like focus on compassion and yeah. you know like and just be like oh, okay like like I I, I understand now more as to why the reactions are the way they are, you know, just in, in being able to then like, you know, maybe not take it. So like, um, like my patience then grew because then like, okay, it's, it's not like a dig at me. I don't need to respond that way. Even yeah. though my inner child thinks I'm yes. like, something wrong inner child, you know, I'm feeling the rejection of like, mm-hmm. you know, just, unimportant or you know that's that's always been one that like felt troubling for me you know so yeah uh, it's a, it was just amazing to like you know have to like you know really like I don't know it's almost like we had to clean out a septic tank of just yeah. shit in order to like, get the fishbowl clean clear again yeah <laughs> and, and the septic tank fills back up like you constantly have to clean it yeah totally totally you always say, you know, they have that saying where you're always waiting for the other shoe to fall off. And I tell him, I'm like, but we just keep tightening the laces. Yes. Right. Yeah. 
keep tiny places and it's not gonna fall off interesting that saying it's just like that's such a society thing too like Mm -hmm. it's really like no don't wait for you don't have to wait for shit (laughs) to fall apart right yeah 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 yeah. you You just keep working to keep it together like just like anything yeah Yeah. totally or or i always like to reference whenever i or whenever i look for greener grass i water my own lawn yes that's good too damn yeah yeah Yeah. oh somebody used that out there (laughs) that's good yeah puff puff past that one try it and and the work is worth it i mean especially like totally you know like before it used to feel like a chore to like plan a date or this or that and then through the work it, it now feels like effortless and exciting or yeah. you know like a surprise Whitney one time with the hot air balloon and yeah you know, I, I knew she had talked about it but I didn't realize it was like a bucket list thing that like yeah you know really was like that big you know but I was just like you know I was like oh wow this is epic and then it's just like and then just I don't know through, throughout the last calendar year we've really have like built so many awesome memories together that cool. it's just been rad you know to like be able to just even chuckle about like what a year ago felt like or you know just like we're just like wow this is awesome yeah oh that's so rad it, it, even like uh the this in in you know circling back to responses and stuff like that like we we go for morning walks every morning and my my wife might, might not be the most enthusiastic at like sunrise <laughs> uh, i might be a little too peppy at sunrise but, but I, i've learned to like uh you know be be calmer and like wake her up real nice and you know serenade her and sing to her in the morning to be like you know and and you know be okay with yeah. like waiting a few minutes but we get, <laughs> we, we get our walking together and it's it's my favorite part of the day like That's spending awesome. that time with you in the morning you know before our kids wake up and yeah it's good times yeah oh um yeah as both of you have made like massive efforts like recovering your relationship a couple times from these dark places um like almost like to the point of divorce uh now you are both more in love with each other every day and like having the best sex of your life and, and I told her yeah, oh, yeah 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 oh, i wasn't there but you know i got the inside on it you sure you weren't there <laughs> yeah no 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 i don't have that great of cameras or anything you see like my, my makeshift stuff i don't know how to get on it on that she, she sent a ring to her house <laughs> But but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, you want to talk about throughout all that work? I just, I love getting lost in Whitney's eyes and just, you know, like making her blush or just feeling that passion. And, you know, like, I don't know that there's been, I feel like several times in the last three months where, you know, I'm like, damn, that was the best sex I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What is it that, so yeah, knowing what you know now, like, what is it that really lights your fire? Like, you you both answer this, like, for each other. I know that's probably not just one thing, but like, uh, you know, you say whatever you want. Just just the the connection, the eye contact, like the touch, 
the like the passion just the and it's oh man the warmth just ooh, it's a, it's a hot tamale <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah i mean we we do we spend a lot of time together and that helps but yeah. but yeah it is it's usually just like looks or for me like what really gets me going is like when i know he's like sometimes he leaves in like a spicy mood and i'm like i'm gonna go to the shop and i'm gonna wear something sexy yeah. and i'm gonna like make him bend me over the desk yes fuck and yeah. i that like really turns me on because it's yes. like you know i'm in this power position yeah. because i'm gonna show up and i'm gonna be like let's go now yeah, yeah. like you're gonna stop doing whatever you're doing yeah, yeah, yeah. and he does yes! <laughs> he comes, yeah. he's like he comes running and it's and that's like that lights my fire i'm like yeah. you know what i love being able to do that with him now yeah. you know like we were never like at that space yeah. and it was like now it's like oh man this is fun oh, like you know the kids are off doing something playing i'm like oh, i've got like a free hour right now so like, i'm gonna go surprise my husband yeah. or like just going to lunch together like just randomly that's awesome getting food and you know and like you said our walks we do our walks every morning and sometimes at night yeah on the weekends say even just like the courting of our relationship and yeah. just like you know that just i don't know all these small things really add up and they just create like such a bigger more like erotic explosion and just yep. it's a i don't know it's almost like you know like whitney just completely opens up to me and i just worship her body and hello Oh, I love it. Yeah. We, he, again, my husband doing his homework and research into <laughs> yeah. books and podcasts, you know, we've like, you know, picked up like some tricks along the way that have like really helped in the bedroom. So it's like, you know, calling his dick like a super cock. Yes. Talking to it. Yes. And yes. calling it. Yeah. And calling it like super cock. And yeah, yeah. like, having a relationship with his dick and it's like that's been like huge yeah. to have because i would never i would never have that kind of relationship i'd be like uh, okay like, yeah be a blow right <laughs> and then i would have performance anxiety because i'd be like like i uh, don't look at like you know and yeah. and now i'm like well do, do i have permission to come yet babe yeah <laughs> like, it's you yeah. know, like I, I make sure, you know, that I do whatever I need to do, like get her fully serviced and rack up a couple <laughs> tally marks on her O face. And then, yeah. All right, honey, do I have permission to come now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. I love that you guys practice that. And like, it's the same thing too. It's like he has a relationship with your pussy, you have a relationship with your pussy. Like, it's its own power. It's like these powerhouses, right? Like, yeah, for- yeah, 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 that's amazing. Well, not too. Like that opens up even more now. Yeah, and you and I can like feel him even like deeper yes. inside of. Me, yeah, which is like crazy, right? When you like let go. Yes. When you like fully let go. I know that's it. That's <laughs> what I'm like, so so <laughs> talk about this shit because like this is where people don't they like, struggle so hard to yeah. right, and like mm-hmm. there's even. 
I remember reading. You're like afraid to make a face yes. or make a sound. Or like feeling so, like a sock. Like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Just like, I just like, I don't have my socks off. Oh, I yeah. can't come now. Or like, yeah. whatever. Like, wait, what happened here? Like, or just, just the littlest thing too, you know? But And then it's a lot of it is like this, how you feel about yourself, you know? Or like things that we've been taught and all this stuff. And it's like, that's so cool that you guys are doing that. And you have like talked about the breathing technique stuff that you've been doing and adding that into like takes it to another level yeah or, or just even being very uh like transparent or open uh with whitney about like where i like to be touched or mm-hmm. even ask if i can just masturbate in front of her and just mm-hmm. being just like honest with her yeah. and just, i just like it's crazy because I, I don't I don't feel ashamed about any of it so yeah. it brings even more power into it yes. and just like more control because there's no like jitters to it it's like yeah you know the, the things just align nicely and i just feel so safe and secure and like yeah you're yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, and you know and you know like especially with whitney like you know, like taking the time, like, you know, I might tell her something and it's not like it's going to happen t- today or tomorrow or whatever, but she'll catch me like mm-hmm. in a surprise, like, you know, like <laughs> dressed up all spicy with some candles that night. And yeah. I'm just like, Whoa, and she's just like, and I'm like, hello. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, 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 oh, man. She's just like, you want me to take this off? I'm like, nope, keep it on. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. You have to, like, paint the scene. <laughs> I, he walks in. He comes home from the shop. And it's late. You'd worked late that night. And he's, I've got the candles lit. He has told me time and time again, I want to come home to candles lit in the room. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to get him. Yeah. So I'm like, all the candles yeah. that I put on this red, sexy teddy. Yeah. And I'm sitting on the bed. And as the second he walks in the door, I start sparking up a joint. Oh, oh, this and is like he, the perfect condition. His perfect it was, conditions. It was. And he was just like, oh, my God. He just was like, I'm like, what did you say to me? You were like. <laughs> Yeah, he was like totally speechless. He was like, "This is the greatest thing I've ever walked in on yeah. my life." Like, and it was, yeah, it was fun, and it was fun to be able to create that moment for him. Yeah, you know, like catering to each other's needs. Yeah, that's awesome. And desires yeah. and like, and realizing how much fun and how enjoyable it is to give it and then also receive it because right. you're both giving and receiving. Yeah. And it's like, you can enjoy it too. It may be his like request, but you can totally enjoy it too. Yeah. You know, you have all the control, you know, in the sense of like when, when, when you're giving it, like you get to give the performance and put on the show, you know? Yeah. And like, like she, she is literally like, dropped me to my knees with some of her like tricks and yeah yeah yeah. literally i just like collapse i'm just like oh my god like fuck yeah suck everything out of me (laughs) (laughs) you know or just when you know like i'm you know like 
providing service for her and she's trying to squirm away or she's getting there and I'm just like, oh yeah. Just- <laughs> you ain't going anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, seriously. Yeah, totally. Awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and also you both are parents of three boys and so you've like balanced like you guys have done so much work they've seen you go through all this work right and like you know they see like massive change right i I would even say the on the kid topic uh, i used to make the excuse we just didn't have time for one another or i didn't have time to take my wife out on the date or things of that nature like i'd made it very easily excusable mm-hmm. where now I just can't picture not putting in the effort yeah. because it, it takes a lot of effort, especially with the children. But once you make that time and you start to enjoy that time, yeah, that's when you find the time. Yeah. One, when you build like trust with your kids too and can leave them home alone. Yes, (laughs) totally. It's a lot easier. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a huge, and I'm glad that you brought that up because there's so many parents out there, like actually, they don't trust. Yeah, kids. they don't trust their kids. Yeah. They don't trust them to go play. And they and a lot of times they'll say, We don't trust society. And it's like we have to also teach our kid to look out for dangerous things. Right. Too, yeah. You know? yeah. And the only way they know how to do that is by getting out there and doing it. Right. Yeah. And in this situation, they're they're home too. So it's even like more like you mm-hmm. know that they're oh my gosh. home. Yeah. You home know? all the time. Yeah. Even like trusting your kids starts with trusting your spouse. You know, that I, I can, you know, talk from a perspective of I didn't trust Whitney and therefore like my, my anger resonated and just, mm-hmm. you know, the moment I was able to really start shifting and putting trust in her, in our relationship, then actually my kid's behavior, like, or our kids behavior really like shifted as well too yeah then like all of a sudden like the whole energy of the house and just like the trust for everyone just like grew you know now it's just like i don't know it's 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 really nice yeah it's really nice yeah the energy shifted yeah the energy totally shifted yeah wow that's amazing and yeah yeah resonated with the kids and you know, it's nice because they'll they they love doing big family hugs. Now. Oh, that's so cool! And you know, like, your oldest also. Yeah, well, he'll like he's sometimes like, a little bit. Yeah, you yeah get only get a little bit. Like, he gets a little bit in there, and then he's like, "I'm done, you guys." Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Hug. But like when you get him one on one, sometimes he's a little more lovey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's yeah, he's very analytical. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, oh, that's awesome. Um, so every time I have people on this show, I um like to give like, you know, from your like advice, you know, as like all the work that you both have done, like what is, I don't know, there's so much to touch on, but what's something like a number one thing that you would say for like parents who are, you know, running a business and have, you know, have three kids, you're like doing everything right. Like what's a number one thing that you would like give to a couple 
to like maintain this, like maintain the spark, you know? Take time off. Yeah. Dude, you are good at that, man. I noticed that. You're like, shop closed today. Like, just fuck it. Like, the work will be there tomorrow. Like, take time off, enjoy it, create those memories Mm -hmm. because. I, I can just tell you, like, I worked at the dealerships. I worked in the garage. Like, you've already heard it from my wife. I was home. I wasn't present. Like, I didn't realize how important it was to, like, take time off and not talk about business sometimes. And just talk about other stuff or just yeah. play cards with your family or just yeah. go make some memories, you know. So, for me, that would be, like... Because sometimes you can get caught up with this needs to be paid or that needs to be paid. Just right. do a good job, you'll make your money. So right, take that time off, enjoy yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know, like letting go and just finding balance. Mm-hmm. Like let go of the things that you have absolutely no control over, and find balance between work, kids, and husband, mm-hmm. and knowing that you know they need to come in the order of like husband kids work and understanding that that's like the order that it needs to come in. Yeah. But, um, finding just working on finding that balance because it's hard and that's what most people struggle with, but letting go of certain things that, you know, don't really matter. Like our walk time is my normal gym time, but now I just work out later because it's important to both of us to have that walk. So it's like, I give up something for, you know, that like just, yeah, let being able to let go and being able to like sacrifice for the greater good of all, you know? Yeah. And it's adding so much quality there, you Mm -hmm. know, like you like making that shift, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Cause I feel like, you know, especially like this day and age, um, people don't appreciate the sacrifice that like parents make and that especially stay at home parents make. Yeah. Because like it's the greatest sacrifice that you can give is you completely put your life on hold. And I look at it as like a gift. Like I love that I get to do that. Yeah. And I appreciate it. And it's so sad because right now I think society looks down on women who stay home. It's like we don't want to work or that we can't work or, our husbands are making us stay home. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I choose this. Yeah. And I choose this sacrifice because it's like something like I choose and that we chose together. Yeah. It meant something to us. So it's like, you know, just find it, making sure you're on the same, like same page yeah. all the time. Sacrifice, giving up and just going with the flow. Yeah. Cause it's so much easier to go with the flow than be like a, rock or stick in the mud you know yeah yeah like it's just like some battles are worth fighting some aren't yeah <laughs> figure out figure out real quick which ones are worth it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you're Casey, just <laughs> yeah that's, a, it out in the that's bedroom. his favorite that's his favorite is battling it out in the bedroom <laughs> i don't know who wins who comes out on top? No, I think I guess you, we buy, both you guys both have clearly stated that y'all bo- both win. You're like, yeah, wait, this is actually a team. Go team. Happy spouse, happy house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
do you guys care to share what um your plans with uh cafe's customs like what you what you plan to do like right so uh got got some big uh sporadic plans in the works uh uh, the the shop space the next door became available so i jumped on the opportunity so i'm gonna be doubling the the shop size and then we recently purchased some new equipment to add to the services we can offer so that's really exciting yeah and uh yeah no it's a got got some big plans so uh, I'm exciting and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's so cool. It's, oh, it's thrilling. I kind of want to don't talk too much about it. Yeah. <laughs> I know I am, but no, like, uh, yeah, no, I just, I'm ready to uh, take the shop to a whole new level. So. Dude, I'm so excited for you guys. Yeah. So going into the other space is <laughs> shocking to me how many bikes are in there like after coming here in december and then seeing what's over there and just like seeing like how much you're i mean you really like you're growing like so much like and what you're doing is like killing it i mean it's kicking ass that's why i'm like i'm coming down here to have you do my stuff like that's just how yeah nobody's touching my motor Oh man, I I just uh I want to say thank you to all the people, everyone that gives the shop an opportunity, everyone who speaks uh you know and spreads a good word about the shop, everyone who takes the time to write a review online, anyone who does anything to promote the shop, thank you because uh you guys are the reason that the the success uh keeps getting a, a chance and mm-hmm. you know and it's a uh, man I thank my wife every day because. I definitely wouldn't be here like in this position this strong without all of her love, support, cheerleading, encouragement coming down and surprising me, making me stop what I'm doing. Yes, like, right. Like, you know, it's just I don't Break know. Time. She, 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 she keeps my belly full and my balls empty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like That's awesome. I mean, like let, let's let's be real. Yeah. Like, and- fucking thank uh, you for saying that yeah <laughs> yes normalizing but, this thank you yeah, thank no, you I mean, you know and it's just uh it, you know she's she she's my mvp like without her like i, I wouldn't be able to put on such a such a show you know and, <laughs> his witchcraft wouldn't be to the yeah, fucking yeah, mastery yeah. that it is and, and it is crazy to think too that next month uh marks 20 years of working in the power sports industry fuck like, yeah dude yeah and i'm only turning 38 so yeah, yeah 20, 20 years pushing like oh my god <laughs> like imagining like how far you're gonna fucking take this shit oh, yeah. i mean you're oh, already like i see like 20 but i mean to put it in perspective like the nine-year-old kid doesn't make me feel like i'm 20 <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but you know like i still feel like i'm 20 i feel like i'm actually just kind of getting started like doing this and still even trying to figure out all the hymns and haws of the business end but you know like man i get some amazing opportunities to work on some phenomenal bikes and yeah it, the best part is sometimes i just get the keys tossed to me i shouldn't say sometimes pretty much a like, lot of the time <laughs> like, 
I'd say, yeah, yeah, like yeah. 80% of the time. Right? Yeah. Well, half the time I don't even ask. I just kind of do stuff. But man, like, it's, trust me, I'm not doing it for my benefit. Right. Like, it's not part of my garage. Yeah. Like, I'm doing <laughs> it for your benefit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, everyone is stoked about it. Anyway, yeah. I mean, you know? if you're not, I'll put it back to stock. And I haven't had one person <laughs> yeah. pick me up on it. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Like, here, let's let's see what you have to say when once everything goes back to stock. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Well, and, <laughs> And, and I, I tell you, like, uh, you know, I never, man, I never really meant to get this great at building some of these motors, but it's been just such a privilege to have all the seat time and experience and, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just fun. It's like, I can't even tell you, it's just so much fun. Yeah. Get this chance to do what I get to do. Yeah. So epic. Um, yeah, anything that you both want to leave, uh, leave us on the, with the show? Uh, nah, just, uh, thank you to anyone who listened all the way to the end. Yeah, dude, this is so powerful. This is such a, oh, this episode is just, I'm just so, I'm so happy that you guys came on and thank you so much. And it's so special, like sitting, I'm sitting in front of them here, as I said in the beginning, like. We're face to face, in person, in the shop. Like how powerful that is. We popped the cherry. You did. Oh, the cherry. oh I shit. Totally oh yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting because I think I like I had one again. No. It's, been a, it's right. been a while. I'm just saying. All right. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Breathe. Breathe. <laughs> right. Deep belly breathing. Right. Yeah. Channel that energy throughout the body. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I love you guys. And thanks so much for coming on. Right. Thank you for having yeah. us. We really love enjoyed it. I would like to thank Ritualist Radio's official sponsors. Remember to go over and check out Ride 1K in a Day. Ride1k-inaday.com and put your miles where your mouth is. Also make sure to head over to kidsandcobras.com for the best coffee. And that's coming from a Portland native and we know our coffee. Make sure you enter code RITUALEST10 to get 10% off of your purchase. Ride fast, drink slow, and leave nothing undone. Until the next episode, stay tuned. Much love, y'all.